You are now listening to the Watering Buffalo Podcast with your hosts, Justin Goddard and Andrew Chang. Bills Mafia, what is up? Welcome back to another edition of the Wandering Buffalo, right here on the Buffalo Fan Base Podcast channel. You might notice that I'm not Andrew or Justin, and I'm not as smart as those guys either. No, today I am freshly called up from the Buffalo Fan Base Practice Squad. I'm your host, Vince Taylor, filling in for the great ones, Andrew and Justin. And you get me in your ear holes for just a few minutes today. So lucky you. What are we going to talk about today? Well, I do have a few lingering thoughts about the DeAndre Hopkins situation. And I want to discuss some other potential player additions because there's still some really interesting names out there on the free agency list. So we'll go ahead and we'll get started with DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Certainly seems as though this isn't going to happen right now, doesn't it? I think in my heart of hearts, I always believed that this was a long shot and it was never really going to happen. So I can't really say that I'm surprised, but I was rooting for this. I was wanting to see this happen under the right circumstances. I wasn't going to go crazy. Three-year deals, you know, going to be 32 next year. We heard you're $30 million over the cap for next year. So it's going to take some work to get this player. And I think there's some risk there. I guess technically it isn't out of the question. It still feels that way, like it's done, but... You know, we could hear next week that he signs for two years and $20 million. I would have went something like two years and $30 million. I truly don't believe that's going to happen. Um, it seems as if now he's being, quote, open-minded about other teams, including the Texans, which is just kind of funny to me. If you make a big stink about all the teams and all the great quarterbacks and chances to win a Super Bowl, then you're talking to the Patriots and the Texans. You're just, you're, you're just, you're just lying. Uh, I, this always is the case though, right? You want to try to steer your own destiny and you, you want to try to make it known so that those teams come to you, right? You, you want to try to do everything you can to steer the, your own path. Uh, but in the end, if the cost between me going to the Bills and the Patriots or me going to the Texans is, I don't know, $10 million a year, well, I guess we know where the priorities were, right? Like, there's, there's, everything's in degrees in life, and I don't really care that much about winning. I care about that extra $10 million. That's essentially what he's saying. Uh, it would have been fun. I, I wanted this to happen. The offense in week one against the Jets would have been Diggs and Dehops and Kincaid and Knox and Cook and Harris, plus Gabe, Deontay Hardy mixed in. I mean, there's there's a lot to like there. It, it's just, it wasn't, it wasn't going to happen. It doesn't make sense, and... Uh, we, we need to let that go. And I don't care if he goes to KC. Let him go to the Chiefs. Let them take all the risk because there's a lot of risk involved with signing DeAndre Hopkins. He's an older receiver. He's wanting some money. You could potentially have a declining asset that you're still paying this money to. We already have one of those on the uh, on the roster with Vaughn Miller, who suffered an ACL injury. So um, the film risk is pretty low. I mean, if he signs for like $10 million or something, Yes, of course, but I think generally speaking, I don't want other teams dictating to me what I do with my salary cap just because I'm afraid that you might get them. I don't think that's smart business. I don't think it's smart business at all. I don't think it's the, the right move for Brandon Bean in this team. So what other players are out there? Are there players out there that we think could still make the team better? Brandon Bean's always looking. He's always looking. 
He's he's been through the free agency list. He knows all these players. He's probably talked to most of them. I just kind of like to do an exercise and talk through some, maybe some of the free agent, the top free agents. Uh, spoiler alert: there isn't another D Hop type quality player available. Uh, though there is one player I will be aggressive for, and I purposely listed that player last. Let's go ahead and get started. Uh, Dalvin Cook. Uh, although technically he isn't available yet, the whispers are there. Minnesota wants to move on. The Bills have his brother, James Cook. I mean, it just makes too much sense, right? We got to get the Cook brothers together. Every single time that an RB comes available, the Bills mafia gets on board. Oh, that's our missing piece. We just need that elite running back. Or the national media gets on board. Now we have Dalvin Cook's brother. It just makes too much sense. False. Hard, hard pass. And that's not an indictment on Cook. I think he's a fine player. And Sneaky Joe did a great analysis of him, I think, on Friday. So if you want to go back and listen to that, it's a great listen. I think Sneaky Joe is really good at what he does. Uh, and I think I, I disagree with him on the Hopkins, but I, I think he does a really good job. I am never going to be in favor of paying running backs. Not in today's NFL. Especially not if we trade for him and then have to pay him. Not if he was a free agent and we can get him without trading. I have no interest in paying any running back more than like $4 million a year. This isn't the need of the team. This isn't where we need to focus salary cap, especially where we're at right now. We didn't really make room for a running back. And I don't think the Bills are significantly better with him than they are without him. I don't think the moves the needle, maybe at all. Uh, and he still has good years with them. He still has good years left in him. And, and someone's going to sign him, and he's going to be fine. Maybe the Dolphins. Um, and I think there's still going to be those that argue not spending a draft pick on him. Why not take a scrap? Well, it's just, no, it doesn't make sense. That's not the need of the team. We don't want to run more. We have, we're fine. I'm not sure that he's really going to be released anyway. I think releasing him is pretty minimal salary cap savings, something like a million. I think they want to trade him. I don't think they're going to outright release him. So that just makes it more no, no, no. And if you still need more convincing, the bills are already more than $30 million over the salary cap next year. We're still making room for a running back. And that's hard, hard, hard pass. That's ludicrous. This NFL, no, no, no. Uh, Joe Mixon, much the same. He's he's not technically a free agent. This isn't. This is the exact same situation as Dalvin Cook. Uh, to me, clearly, he's lost a step. I, I think anytime you see a free agent running back that is asking more than four million, just rinse and repeat. Vince has zero interest, and you'll be right. He's clearly a, a touchdown dependent player now, really for fantasy. Or he's just he's lost a step. And no, no, no. Kenny Galladay. Now, this name is interesting. I'm saying no, but every time I see his name, I just I pause and I think about it and I want to be swayed. So it, it, just a few years ago, he was a monster in Detroit when he was playing with Matt Stafford. And, and then he left and he signed with the Giants, got that massive deal. Clearly not the same player. Why is that? Is it Brian Dable? Is it Daniel Jones? Like, is he just not jive with the quarterback? Is it will like is he's just not putting in the work like what is the deal there um so there's probably a number somewhere where you might be comfortable bringing this guy in on a one-year deal as kind of a you know prove it deal and keep in mind that if you were to do that you would also be doing that on top of gabe davis's contract year <laughs> so he wouldn't be too happy because unless he's like your fifth wide receiver 
you'd, you'd be taking snaps away from Gabe Davis. And this isn't D-Hop, right? So you take Gabe Davis snaps if you get D-Hop. Do you take Gabe Davis snaps if you get Kenny Galladay? Maybe not. Uh, I, ultimately, though, I, I think I'd pass. I certainly do think about it when his name comes up and I see it. It does make me stop and think about it. Maybe if there's an injury in training camp and he was still available, really smart buy low move. I think that's there. I, what's the risk, right? Right now, nobody wants him. He's he's still available. Uh, and I do suspect that he's going to find a home at some point. And I think Tennessee needs a guy pretty badly. Does that work with a rookie quarterback? I don't know, but there's a spot for him somewhere. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette. Do I really even need to talk about those guys? Hard pass. Uh, Deion Jones. This is interesting because, well, I think many of us thought it was odd how we passed on true Mike linebackers in the draft. Last year when we drafted Pernod Bernard, I kind of theorized that like maybe they do want to get two Matt Milano's out there. And it didn't really happen. It seems that it could happen this year with a different player in Dorian Williams. So does it make sense on paper? Sure. I don't know what Deion Jones is asking for in salary. Uh, and he's an older player. I think on paper it makes some sense. But I think Brandon Bean's happy with what we have. And I, honestly, I'm kind of interested to see how something like an experiment like that might play out. Because it is a passing league. Do I... I mean, Tremaine Edmonds wasn't amazing against the run. Yes, he piled up tackles. But we don't need to revisit all that. Marcus Peters. It's a sexy name. But we don't need a corner, for once. <laughs> I think for most of my Bills life, uh, at least recently, I've been wanting corner, 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 and now I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't even really think about it. I see his name and I think nothing. We don't need a corner. I am surprised that he hasn't found a home yet. Uh, Zach Cunningham, he does have starting experience. He played in good defenses. I think we have on our roster already maybe a poor man's lesser version of him with Tyrell Dotson. I think that's what Zach Cunningham is. Uh, he's he's a better version of, of Tyrell Dodson. Um, I think it could make some sense, but I, this isn't something that I think we need to chase. And it seems that Bean has already made up his mind, right? This would have happened already if it were if the numbers were there. If he was going to come here for one year and four million dollars, that would have happened too, right? Leonard Floyd. This wouldn't be the worst year thing. I, pass rusher has become a premium position in the NFL. That's why we gave Von Miller all that money last year. We took some risk with Von Miller. Not totally dissimilar to what someone will end up doing with DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, you know, he's an older player. Now he has an ACL injury. There's a chance that he doesn't come back to the same level of play that he was in 2022. So signing defensive ends makes sense. And yes, there's a gap there between when he comes back, but when Von Miller comes back, it's a rotation anyway. Just adding better premium pass rushers to that mix makes a lot of sense. This is a passing league. We are the Bills. We put up 30 points generally almost every week. We put pressure on the offense to try and score and keep up. So the run game doesn't matter as much like give me some premium pass rushers right so they're gonna be passing the ball to keep up they're gonna have pressure that's what this league is now leonard floyd on a smart deal i would support that i wonder what that looks like there's probably a reason that hasn't happened yet but i would support that now i'm talking about pass rushers and Genevian Clowney's name always comes up he's always available it seems like and i am never interested whenever i just i automatically go no pass next his reputation, 
and his play and his salary, they never match up. You know, it seems like he had that one big hit in college. And I don't want to sit here and act like he's a trash player because he's not trash, but he's not elite. He's probably somewhere just better than average. But he wants to get paid all the time like he's elite. And I just, I don't see it. And uh, <laughs> there's a reason why this name's on this list. And I think that's it. He's trying to get his biggest payday as he can. Melvin Ingram. Insert my, my Leonard Floyd comments right here. This wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I, I've, I might support it. Um, are, are these guys kind of guys taking a one-year deal, right? Because they're both a little bit older, and, and maybe. But if they are, but what's the price? It would one-year seven million dollars get it done? Is that worth doing? And I think the answer could be yes. And last but not least, I told you that there was one player on this list that I would be aggressive for. And I saved his name for last. Maybe you've guessed it now if you listen to the full list. But Yannick Nakoye. This is absolutely my favorite player on this list. I want to be aggressive about it. I've talked about Von Miller coming back from injury. And we don't know what he's going to look like when he gets back. We don't know when he's coming back. So stocking up another pure pass rusher on that side makes sense. He is seeking a multi-year deal. I think he has been for a while. Uh, I wonder if we give him... 15 million dollars or so for three years that's a little bit of a bump uh, i think that makes sense for this team he's still relatively young i think he's 28 he can rush the passer and as i said we're a team that puts up points pass rushing is a premium we want to hold you uh we want good coverage and good pass rush we don't have to choose one or the other we can have both and i think signing yannick is a step in that direction as i said there's even a chance that vaughn comes back and he's not the same player and i hate to say it but i think that is a fairly uh i think it's fairly likely you know at his age 34 years old acl injury signing yannick is a really good hedge against that and you can also use him if he does come back is in the rotation i do question why yannick hasn't found a long-term home i i live in indianapolis as some of you may know my colts friends don't usually speak very highly of him. They all say, ah, he's terrible against the run. I don't care. I don't care. We have Boogie Bash and we have Shaq Lawson. Those guys are probably off the team if we sign Yannick anyway, or one of them is. But that's not what we want our defensive ends to do, right? When you draft a defensive end, it is all about the pass rush. And we have the luxury of rotating these guys in situationally. So doesn't it make sense to sign a pure pass rusher to this team? We have the boogie basham experiment it's just it's just not panned out i could probably build a strong case that if we did sign yannick boogie basham is the first guy out maybe it doesn't have to be that way he does have more team control and he is younger than shaq lawson but you know all the value that he's giving us right now is it's not in the pass rush uh, that is for sure so sign me up let's get this done let's forget about defensive end for a little while as i said it's just nice to have that little bit of hedge against von miller uh, and, and just adding pass rushers a premium position in the nfl this guy's not yet 30 he's just 28. so knowing where we're at is is there some way i didn't mention is there a player on this list that i didn't talk about enough or that i totally got wrong uh is there a player that you might be a little bit more hyper aggressive to acquire than i would I think you can make a case maybe to different degrees for all these players. And perhaps if we had more cap space, some of these players might be in play a little bit more. Uh, but I don't think there's really a silver bullet 
there's not a DeAndre Hopkins level player on this list. Yannick is quite interesting, and I still say that that's the word. That's where I would go. Um, he's not Diop, and he's still 28. He can have a big impact on this team, so a multi-year contract doesn't really phase me. But as I said, Brandon Bean is usually really good at bargain bin shopping. He gets co good contributions from those, you know, B and C level players. Signs them cheap, gets a lot of good miles out of them, good quality play usually, a uh, relative to what they're paid anyway. And that honestly might be the strength of our GM. I don't realistically expect any of these players to be a bill, but it was just a fun exercise to walk through and think about some of these scenarios. So Mafia, thank you so much for allowing me to fill in for your A-team. That is Andrew and Justin. As you know, The Wandering Buffalo is one of my favorite podcasts. I've been following them, I think, since they became a podcast. But you can also find other great podcasts right here on this Buffalo fan base podcast network. Don't forget to visit the YouTube channel. There's lots of great passion for the team, lots of talent, lots of fun personalities, uh, quite often a lot, a lot of different angles, uh, a lot of different analysis and things that happen. So uh, please go over there and check them out. For Andrew and Justin, I am Vince Taylor, the Matt Barkley of this team, and I'm out. All right, Bills Mafia, no sooner than I had finished recording the podcast for this week, we get some breaking news in the form of Ed Oliver signing an extension with the Buffalo Bills. It is a four-year deal worth $68 million, $45 million of that is guaranteed, essentially making it probably at least a three-year deal. We know that he's the only defensive tackle on the roster that is signed after this year we know that we need additional defensive tackles and there'll be some more moves made likely next year but for now we know that we have the former top 10 pick under contract for at least another four more seasons you know you can keep it locked right here on the buffalo fan base podcasting network for all the news and analysis and opinions following this extension later this week all right mafia this is vince taylor i'm out for real this time